Hi there, all my beautiful friends out there. Thank you for listening to episode four of the Empowering Women Across Generations podcast with the Health Huntress. I am Laura, the Health Huntress, and I am on a mission to inspire, to guide, to connect women all over the world, to bridge together and unite us across generations. Thank you for joining me on this path, and I hope we become friends along the way. Today we are talking about how I found financial freedom and retired from the normal 9 to 5 job before turning 40. I'm always getting asked how I'm able to live out my passion to pursue my dreams outside of the normal 9 to 5 job. And I thought, what a better outlet than to give away my secret, or at least what worked for me. When I was in my early 20s, I began an amazing career in real estate here in the D.C. metro area where I live. So the first thing I did was get my real estate license, but quickly after that, I was approached by a well-known national new home sales builder, and they wanted me to come in for an interview. I refused at first, letting them know I was really only interested in practicing general brokerage at the time, but the recruiter just kept pursuing me and encouraged me to at least meet her for an in-person interview. So, of course, I just accepted Little did I know that was the best decision really I ever made, and it would be the start to a very successful new home sales career. I was in the business for 15 plus years. I worked for six different builders during the time, and I had some breaks in between during some slowdown market periods, which I'll share in future episodes. But the start of my career in new home sales um, was in my early 20s. And it wasn't long um, into like my first couple of days where I came to realize what drove me out of my young 20 party style lifestyle um, was that this job was unlimited income potential. And I realized what I realized is that that's what drove me to want to be successful and focused on that job. I went through an extensive one-year training and before I was promoted to sales manager and finally given my own community. And it was absolutely what I would consider my dream job for years to come. I was not only good at selling homes, but I loved my job. I loved being the connector for people who were looking in to invest in one of the biggest investments they would ever make from themselves in all different stages of life. So I had first-time home buyers. I had newly engaged or married people, newly divorced people with a growing family, empty nesters, relocation buyers. I met tons of new agents. I had wonderful co-workers and I had the best mentors along my journey. I was constantly being trained and bettering my professional side as well as gaining so much personal development for, for my personal life as well. My office was also gorgeous because I worked from my product, which was my model home. And I don't know if anybody out there can tell me that a model there's not a model home that they've ever seen that doesn't have that wow factor. And that was where I went to work every day. Plus, the money was fantastic. And it was almost, I just almost felt guilty for, for making money doing something that I loved. So I know that all might sound pretty amazing, right? But the question I still get is, why, why are you still not selling new homes? And the truth is, it's because no amount of money is worth time away from my family. The job of a new home salesperson requires weekend hours, period. Like every single weekend, no ifs, ands, or buts. And so I started realizing I was getting really sad um, after I had children and I was constantly missing my son's baseball games. And I still remember a Mother's Day tournament where all the kids were giving their mom a flower and each mom was called up on like the loudspeaker up to the pitching mound 
to be given their flower with their child and, and taking a picture. And I just remember being so sad that I wasn't able to be there. And my daughter, I was never able to attend her travel cheer competitions or take her to any of her practices. And when I was finally able to attend a cheer competition, I just remember being feeling really judged as the mom who wasn't involved. And it always worked out on vacations. Without a doubt, every single vacation I would get on would be some, either something happened needing my attention or something that required me to be on a conference call or negotiating a contract over the phone, sending back and forth paperwork. I could never relax and be with my family on vacations. I lost countless friends because friends give up so many after so many declined invites to birthday parties, baby showers, lunches, get-togethers, I was always working, and I never had an escape from the job. Even when I would come home, I'd be sitting at dinner. It's like, oh, I, I have to do this. I have to take this call. I have to get back to this email. It was just nonstop. And yes, the payoff was good, but the sacrifice was just becoming too much. And I was realizing that my time was more valuable to me than any amount of money. So I started to not care about wanting more material things with the money I was earning, but decided I was ready to pursue financial freedom. And that to me meant just having freedom again. I wanted to get to a position where I didn't have to work and still be able to live a comfortable life. So I started that journey and honestly didn't buy anything I really didn't need. Once, the, once I set that goal in place, I focused on nothing but paying off bills, increasing my credit score, and having the willpower to say no to things that were extra. I stopped fantasizing about my dream car, my dream house, dream travel, and focused more on a dream life, which to me was being a mom who was home with her kids, or could still work, but work around my schedule. And then when my youngest daughter came along, she had an accident happen that was finally my wake-up call to I need to do something different. I cannot continue to be consumed with this job anymore. So at that time, the timing was not 100% perfect, but my intuition told me it was the time I had been preparing for, and I left it all behind just like that. Financial freedom is when you have the ability to do what you want regardless of payment. You don't do things because you have to, uh, because you have to, but because you want to. Don't get me wrong, I still work. I'm working right now recording this podcast for you, but I'm not doing it for the money. I'm doing it because I enjoy it. Because my passion is still to connect people with a dream. It just doesn't so happen to have a house attached to the dream. Dreams come in all shapes, sizes, colors, forms, etc. Do you get what I'm saying? I also do have a few different streams of income, but all of those dreams are enjoyable for me. I'll share those in the future episode also as everything I do gives me some form of enjoyment, some form of happiness, some form of income, whether building my financial bank account or my emotional one. I will never, ever, ever do anything again that doesn't align with my happiness. I may go back to a full-time job selling homes again when my kids are grown or when I need to pay back their college education, but only if it aligns with my happiness. I mean, I pray every day that I don't ever have to go back to work as a have to do anything. My advice to anyone out there when wanting financial freedom is that 99% of the time, the road to financial freedom will always come with a sacrifice. So it's up to you to decide what sacrifice is most important to have. 
Sometimes the sacrifice isn't time with your children or a work schedule conflict, but a relationship or marriage could be it too. Finances keep unhappy people together a lot, just as a workload and all of those kinds of things. But fear is also, also it's a sacrifice, being afraid to make a change to follow your dream. I have faith in anyone out there. We are all capable of finding financial freedom. So the advice is to follow your heart. Know yourself. Know what you want. Find courage deep within to take chances. Make a plan of action and stick to, fo- stick to following it. Consistency will pay off more than you realize. It takes getting, it, setting small goals and being happy for each little step that takes you closer to your end game. It took me years to take the leap. In fact, I think I was given a little shove there at the end. And then it took a little while longer to have the confidence that I could keep it going. And I'm still going. I am grateful and appreciative every single day for this blessing to be with my kids. And it is priceless. It is worth the sacrifices I made from not, you know, to being able to save up the money and work towards the bigger goal, which was to have this freedom and have the ability to be there for my kids. And if you are so happy in that 1% who is lucky enough to have it all, hang on to that blessing with everything you have. Cherish it and by all means, enjoy it. Get in touch with me so you can share your secret on the show. That wraps up everything today for um, financial freedom and finding financial freedom. I hope you found it helpful. Thank you for listening to episode four of the Empowering Women Across Generations podcast. I'll be back for more conversation tomorrow to tune in. And remember, anytime you need a friend, I'm always here. My mission is to leave no woman behind. Thank you. Bye.